You've heard it said, I was born this way, or God made me this way, or why can't you just accept me for who I am? But were you, and did he, and should we? This is Consider It, where we're considering questions regarding life, theology, and the church. Consider It is a ministry of Redemption Bible Church here in New Braunfels, Texas. Do you have questions regarding life, theology, or the church? If so, text the word redemption and your question to 474747 and we'll consider your questions. To learn more about our church and everything we're doing here, visit redemption.bible. I'm Aaron Orozco. And I'm Blair Cushman. Let's consider it. Hey guys, thanks for joining us today on Consider It. Uh, I think it's hard to know, but we're in like maybe week six, week seven of corona right quarantine being quarantined that's right uh, and we just want to say thank you for for listening thank you for uh still submitting questions and and just um hopefully just letting us you know uh be here and, and provide content for you guys and, and just see really what 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 the word has to say and and considering different questions right uh, it's, it's right. good and we're excited to keep on going and hopefully um all this corona stuff chills out that's soon. right hopefully it's in a review mirror uh, sooner rather than later yeah today we have a really really awesome question i think blair and i are both excited and uh, so yeah let's just get into it this is what um this is the question that was submitted it says how do you explain to unbelievers that being gay or bisexual is wrong and against what god designed for us but also making sure that they know that christians don't hate gay or bisexual people mm. I like this one, and I like it because of uh, the heart that is behind it. Yeah, there's a, you know, it's it's not necessarily. I mean, we're gonna get into what the Bible teaches about it, but here's here this in this question, it shows that there's a concern for two people. That as believers, we have concern for those that uh, identify as gay, right? And also for the unbeliever who may or may not be gay or bisexual. Like it's just the way the question submitted right. is: How do we, you know, what is our witness to an unbelieving world, and what's our witness to uh, uh, those that are uh, practicing homosexuality? And so I like this because it's real practical. Yeah, know? there's an acknowledgement of of we're uh, you know we're Christians in society Mm -hmm. right we're not we're not separate from it we're not living our own little bubble but we are in uh society and and really the question is is a genuine how do we navigate this right right? how do we navigate this very real um and becoming more popular and more normalized situation how do we navigate it as christians that's right how how do we do this and so like most questions i'm sure there's probably a you know a personal uh situation behind it Somebody's mm-hmm. found themselves in a spot like this, and so is looking for some help or some counsel. So if that's you, if you've submitted it, um, hopefully we can do that. That we can be helpful and truthful uh, for you today. So let's just uh, let's just start up at the beginning. Which says, how do you explain to unbelievers that being or gay or bisexual mm-hmm. is wrong and against what God designed for us? And so right there, there's an acknowledgement that it is wrong. Right. Um, and so we should, you know, we should 
talk about that uh, in just a little bit, but the, the thrust of the question is, well, how do you explain it to unbelievers? Yeah. And that's really where the rubber meets the road, because um, explaining these type of ethics or morality to Christian or to non-Christians is very different from a Christian, because here's the assumption is that like an, a non-believer doesn't believe the scriptures. Right. And that's where we that's where we get our authority from. Right. That's where we get the truth from. I mean, every, listen to every podcast here, and we're mm-hmm. trying to go back to what does the Scripture say? We're considering these questions, these issues from a, a standpoint of believing and trusting the sufficiency and the authority of the Scriptures. Right, yeah. It, it's like anytime you're, you're making a reasonable argument with anybody, there's some like basic pre-assumptions that we have to agree on, right? And, yeah. and like you're saying, uh, w- with an unbeliever, we have no basic similar pre-assumptions because yep. you know we come from like you're saying the word is our authority and yep. to them the word is is just another piece of literature yeah it could be any number of things as, as to what the scripture is and so that's really where you have to begin it's not like you can try to argue all day to a unbeliever about you know why it's wrong or whatnot but um, I mean, you, I guess you could do it from a scientific reason, from yeah. a biological mm-hmm. reason. Like, just look at humanity. There's two sexes. Um, you know, look at, uh, you know, just animals around. Like, it takes two different sexes to uh, procreate. Right. And so, humanity is no different. And so, mm-hmm. um, you, so you could make that argument, which is a real scientific you know, kind of rational argument. But that even is some assumptions that they would argue that way. But that's not really... That, that even is not the guiding ethic or morality right. or standard of authority, even right. for those that would accept homosexuality. You know, right. it's, 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 it's more of an autonomous uh, reason. Well, we feel this way. We love the, uh, you know, that this is how I was born or whatever. And, and so that becomes really the kind of independent autonomy uh, is the highest authority in the land. Right. What I want, what's good for me. And that plays itself out in a whole number of ways. Right. And so that's maybe where you could even start with an unbeliever is say, well, let's just set aside this issue and let's just talk about what is authoritative in your life. Right. And then begin to, you know, through winsome, you know, conversation, you don't have to turn it into a debate or whatever, but begin to show the folly of that type of authority of the independent, autonomous, um, my way or the highway type authority. That just takes us bad. That leads ultimately into anarchy. Right. And you can show any number of examples of, you know, well, just because you feel anger in your heart doesn't mean that you can lash out at somebody. You know, there's a moral standard. Well, oh, I feel this way or this, well, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, you, you, You may want something. You are attracted to that diamond necklace at a, at a jewelry store doesn't give you the right to just take it from the the jewelry store and right, break right. It. like well well I feel that way or I like it I'm attracted to it doesn't doesn't matter you know you may be attracted to a, a, another if you're a man to another woman mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you have the right to uh, sexually assault her you know and so you can you know just through any number of examples begin to talk with your unbelieving friend the danger of that and then the protective beauty of the authority of god right the creator of the universe and how he he has designed humanity to exist in order and beauty and uh, how that is best displayed in the male and female relationship when it For comes sure. back to sexuality but you kind of have to take you have to not yeah, that you're trying process. to be invasive yeah. but you're bringing it back yeah so. i think that this first part of the 
question. There, it, it's it's kind of a there's a simple approach to this first the first part of this question, which is how do you you know uh, you know convince or explain to someone who who doesn't believe the word? Well, it's it's the same way you do it with any unbeliever, and it's yeah. it's just you got to preach the gospel to them and and show them that god is god yeah. right and yeah. so and that's where it starts and then from there everything everything else kind of comes you know we we don't that's why we love the gospel because the beauty of the gospel is not you know get yourself right and then come to jesus it's come to jesus yeah. and and believe and see who he is yeah and then it's out of that that he he starts transforming us through the spirit right and giving us a new mind and a new heart um and so, right. the, you know, we can't expect to like convince an unbeliever to think that you know that is wrong, or, or, or really any Christian ethic right. or moral view. You know, it's it's just you're you're doing you're starting at the wrong place. Right. You, you need to say here is here's God, here is Jesus, here's the cross, that's right. and then that's kind of what what compels people, right? That's right. Because see, the somebody who's gay and somebody who's an unbeliever are fundamentally <laughs> in the same boat. Right. They they have the same problem. See, the gay person's problem is not their homosexuality. Right. It's everybody who is apart from God. Their fundamental problem is unbelief. Right. Right. They need the gospel. Yeah. And if and if there's any you know if there's any like admission is that in even within the church we have historically stigmatized certain sins. Right. right? Certain types of sins. Right. And 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 undeniably like this the homosexuality uh just like the lgbt like all that that movement that is one right that yeah. we 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 have as christians kind of you know been like ah we don't know how to deal with that you're yeah. just kind of like going to put that in a corner but the reality is that like every sinner before christ you know steps in and intervenes we're like where it's the, they're all in the same place right. regardless of your sin right. uh, state it's just like you're fallen you're without hope and you have no means of of approaching this perfect holy god who is um only concerned he is concerned about his glory right yeah. god that's like uh, that's his purpose and so before you know jesus enters and and is is the sacrifice for our own sin it's like we're all we're all on the same we're all on the same boat there right. you know it's it's a bad boat heading to a to a heading downhill right. and so fast right very fast right and and as we've seen you know all throughout scripture the old testament the new testament people without god just devolve right. you know and they're just kind of left to their own yeah. uh sinful creativity to just you know make a mess of of the world yeah. so that first part it's like you need to preach to them the gospel right. and just say jesus is lord right and and that's and that's really the place you you have to start there, right? But what that does then is is as you're trying to convince you know your unbelieving friend of these things, what that then inevitably does is you need to insert yourself there as well right. and say, and such uh, I was there as well, right? Apart from Christ, and I was separated from God uh, uh, in my unbelief, and that's the posture then that you take in this whole thing. Like, how do you explain to somebody? How do you show them that we don't hate people? Well, it's through your own humble example right and just show the humility that the gospel brings yeah and i was separated from god as well until christ came into my life i was guilty of the sin of unbelief and your you know sinful propensities may be different than mine or whatever but here's what christ did 
for me uh, and gave me newness of life. And so right. now I have to, in the same way, I have to deny myself. For sure. I have to um, I have to say no to sin and by the spirit's help I have to exercise self-control and mm. I have to uh, discipline my body and make it my slave so that I don't disqualify myself that I have to um, you know I have to radically amputate certain sins I can't be in certain situations right. because they uh, may be more tempting than others and that's different for different people yeah. or wired differently, uh, but the answer is still the same. The right. way we fight it is still the same. Right, and so I think, yeah, like the, the broad the broad answer here is, is you know, preach the gospel, right, and, mm-hmm. and, and get to the point that Jesus is Lord. But at the same time, I think it is helpful, and I, and I think as we move on in, into this, like it is helpful to understand, well, why is it wrong, yep. right? Why is it wrong? And more importantly, uh, rather than than like trying to figure out all the variations and and different uh, diversions that we can go into of, of what is you know quote unquote wrong, yeah. we need to see what God has designed and what Jesus has said is is good yeah. and and acceptable and and what is the purpose and then that way it's much easier than to say well anything outside of that bounds is what what right. we what we don't want to be doing right right as, as you read your bible the you'll see the, the you know the words sexual immorality right and that's really what you're describing it, it's 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 a big word that just categorizes everything that's out out of bounds right and and that 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 like like you're talking like how you said our sinful creativity that you know it's like every generation it's just yeah. like it, it it becomes you know there's just so many more things to say well it's not that it's not that and so what we can do and what the scripture is very clear on is what is inbounds right you know think of like your house. You know, you can define. Here are the four walls that define my house. But everything that is not your house, I mean, where do you even begin? Right. You know, you got to explain the it's whole just world. Everything. Yeah, it's yeah. everything. <laughs> it's everything else. And 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 yeah, we can say, well, here's you know the square footage. These are this is what's inbounds in my house. And so that's really what's you know most important. And so, um, you know, and, and even. Even in the way the question's submitted, you know, being gay or bisexual, like even that's like, yeah, well, here's there's these not two even, things. Yeah, and, we're 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 just scratching the surface, right? Because so many other terms and things are out there now. And so, well, what is inbounds? That's the that's yeah that that's yeah easier to find. Yeah, and I th- I think a, a helpful place that I have found uh, is when Jesus is just talking about what defiles a person. And I think this is a, a, a an interesting place to start because what he says in 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 verse 19 this is chapter 15 of matthew he, he says from for out of the heart huh. right and which that's already like boom we st- we have to start there that this is as humans we're, we start in kind of a depraved not a kind of we start in a depraved state right he says yeah. for out of the ha- heart comes evil thoughts murder adultery and th- this is you know what we're talking about sexual immorality theft false witness and slander and these are the things that what these are what defile a person mm-hmm. um and so we see you know right there right off the bat it's internal yeah right so that kind of you know when that kind of i think that's helpful for the you know i was born this way yeah this is just how i am yeah and it's like yeah that's yeah, the problem exactly yeah we were born corrupt because of sin when sin into the world right our hearts out of our hearts come out all of these things yeah 
and then like we're saying sexual immorality that's really what we're, we, we we need to focus in on uh yeah. and so it's the broad term of saying everything that is not sexually moral which takes us now to the question then well what would we define then as sexually moral right and then because it's like we're saying if we can define that if we can look at that then we can just say anything that is not that is is what we're called not to do right right? yeah 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 Yeah. so what is that what is what is in bounds like you know what is what is the what is sexually moral what is god deemed as good well we've covered that on several other podcasts as we've talked about sex and you know marriage and that's really what it uh, where what's inbound? Yeah, you that's know? where it boils down to, right? It's one man, one woman in a lifelong committed relationship to one another before the Lord, and there, uh, you know, is uh, the beauty of what is sexually moral. Right. One yeah, man, and, and it's and it's from the very very beginning, right? Yeah. When God creates uh, Adam and Eve, right? Yeah. Uh, it's uh, you know from the beginning made them male and female. Yeah. And therefore, which you know, that's very interesting. It's it, it's based on the fact that it's male and female, male and female. And therefore, a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife. Yeah. The two shall become one flesh. That's right. That's right. Quoting from Genesis, he, uh, you know, you, you're referring to Matthew 19 there, which is Jesus teaching on divorce. Right. And it's kind of that same thing. They're trying to trap him to find like, all right, well, what's out of bounds here? And Jesus is like. Well, let's not worry about what's out of bounds yeah. right now. Let me just bring you back to what's in bounds. Right. It says, from the very beginning, God made a male and female. Boom. Right. Created order. The protective beauty of God's authority and the uh, the way that he has ordered the world to work and humanity to work, he, male and female, and leaving father and mother and holding fast to wife. And so here within the marriage relationship is where, um, you know, and then this is where uh, where you find sexual morality. Right. The open door, the, you know, the inbounds to expressing our you know, our living out our, you know, our sexual desires. Right. And and then it's good. Right. Yeah. Today, by all means here, you know, but anything outside of this. Right. So, you know, that's not male and male. It's not female and female. Mm-hmm. It's not just one male. It's not just one female. It's yeah. not a male and something else or a female. Right. And, something. It's and, it's, not, and it's not boyfriend and girlfriend, right? It's, it's not you and your friend. Right. You're, you know, it's not, it's, it's, it's a very specific yes. uh, in the covenant of marriage that is so beautiful, that so uh, beautifully represents, you know, yep. Christ and the church and the commitment there and the submission Yep. Uh, that that's where God has prescribed uh, sexual morality to take place, yeah. right? And it's it's anything outside, it's any distortion, any variation of that yeah. that we now are, are are indulging in our in our sinful desires, right? Right. And so I I think you know that's really like why is this wrong, right? Why why is this not okay? Well, we we've seen like just how. How the word is just Jesus Himself is saying from the beginning it's always been man and right. man and wife, yep. and right husband and wife, yep. right man and female, um, husband and wife, yep. and that's where it happens. And so I think now, you know, I think the next logical thing is is you know approaching the practical the practical response to that because I think I think that's how as Christians we've allowed. Uh, We've just kind of given into the arguments of like, well, like, how is that fair, right? Yeah. So you're telling me 
you know, that I could never, you know, I have to give this thing up that I, you know, I'm, I'm like this. Yeah. I can't control it, but I'm like this. And so I have to give this up. Like, how is that fair? Right. Yeah. It, it seems, yeah, it just seems cruel. Like, like you're saying this I have to give my Why life up. Why can't be me? Yeah. Why yeah. Like, me? Yeah. And I think I love that. Like you're saying I have to give my life up a hundred percent. Yes. Yes, that is what it means to follow Jesus, right? And I think uh, that's helpful even regardless of of your attraction to, you know, whatever you're attracted to. Like, yeah. as a Christian, the call to follow Jesus is, you know, to take up your cross and to yeah. deny yourself. Deny yourself. Yeah, and what so, did Jesus say? He says, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me yeah and i think that's really the at the crux of 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 this whole thing and i I think if you look at society today as a whole with this just uh doing this like hedonistic behavior like i want to do what makes me feel good yeah that's completely contrary to what to what jesus has called us completely contrary yeah yeah completely contrary like like let me just hone in on that for a second because that's like the first command is to deny yourself and what what are we saying what is the you know what is the prevailing kind of attitude of the you know of our culture it's be true to yourself. Exactly. Look to yourself. Mm. Do, you know, you do you. Yeah. You know? All like that's the prevailing attitude of our society, and so that is completely contrary to following Christ. Yeah. Deny yourself is 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 what what it starts with. Right. And then, deny these desires, these things that are in your heart. Deny it. Yeah. And those tensions, those you know, it's not it's not a. Uh, those tensions aren't reserved for just people who have, you know, same-sex attraction. Right. Those that tension is something that every Christian experiences and should be experiencing because you know it's out of the heart that these evil things come from. Yeah. And yet God has called us and He loves us and He says, you know, follow me, right? Yeah. Deny yourself, follow me, like yeah. be be fighting the flesh. Yeah. And so, you know, that's why as Christians, how do we love these people? How do we love sinners? You, well, you realize you're a sinner, first of all, right? And then you realize that, like, this tension of having to deny yourself is not just something that your same-sex attraction brother or sister has to deal with. It's something you deal with. It's something that we right. all deal with. Right. Our pastors, our leaders, our elders, everybody. We are, are, we are all on this sanctification process of constantly saying, man, I want this. I want to do that. And yet, Jesus calls me to, to submit those feelings, mm-hmm. right? And to say... You right. know, not me, not me increase, but you, Christ, be be right. exalted. You be glorified. Right. Your way is better. See, when we when we give into our, you know, those sinful desires that are in us, mm-hmm. whatever they might be, yeah, if it's sexual immorality of whatever flavor, you know, if it's anger, if it's you know, just read through that list again, whatever yeah. those things are, like that never leads us to a great place. Right. It always results in chaos. It always results in quarrels. James says it results in uh, you know unrighteousness. Right. You know this this happens on a smaller scale for all of us. You know we want to if we're married have a family we have a long day and we come home we just want things to go our way we just want to be left alone for a little bit we want to surf uh, Facebook we want to watch the news we want to read the newspaper whatever and know the call is deny your desires for selfish pleasures. And come and give yourself to your spouse, your right. kids. Right. Take an interest in them. Play with them. Do and like, 
No, deny yourself. And so it happens on the little level like that to these, you know, these fundamental ways and and uh, you know, just even as we talk about it being opposed or contrary, like that's what the Christian life is yeah, about. Right. Our life is and always will be and always has been drastically different than the culture. Yep. And sometimes that that's those you know, more drastic than others. Mm-hmm. You know, there was maybe once upon a time that people would argue that, you know, America followed a Judeo-Christian ethic. It was really right. easy to be a Christian. Like, even if they weren't genuine believers, morality was just kind of the same. Yeah. Um, you know, we could debate whether that was actually true or not. Uh, but uh, but I get what people are saying. And today, in, in our American culture, that's like uh, the Christian ethic, particularly when it comes to you know issues of sexuality, is very different. Right. Yeah, I'd we, be okay with that. Like, you know, it's what it is. Yeah, we were talking about it right uh, earlier today. Just how you know, growing up, maybe as Christians, we were we were talking about, and we would be uh, in in theory talking about the time where it, it was going to be hard to be a Christian and maybe even be persecuted. Yeah. Uh, and I use that word lightly, obviously, um, but just you know, now in in America. It's like we're not. It's not far now. It's right. it's it's kind of like we're we are there. Yeah. We're here. Right. We're in this point where sin abounds and it's normalized and it's glorified. Right. It's yeah. it's what you want is what is good and what is right. And we champion that. We champion people who embrace uh, being themselves and and being uh, saying what is good and true is whatever they want. Yeah. Uh, which is you know just anti. Uh, biblical and it, it's right. anti what Jesus preached um, and I think I, I, I want to say that the sympathetic uh, understanding is is that like but that seems so like so following Jesus is 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 like terrible it's it's bad it's like I have to deny myself I have to like not enjoy my life uh, and I think the answer to that is is kind of where we started of like that's why preaching the gospel is so important and understanding the gospel, understanding the overwhelming love that Jesus has for us, yeah. that like he gave up his life for us. Yeah. So like me giving up this passion, this desire pales in comparison that like Jesus literally died for me. Yeah. Like no one would do that for me, right? Yeah. And that love is what drives us to be like, you know what? Not me, but Jesus, right? right? Because he showed the kind of love that no one will ever show to me in, in our life, in my life, a love that I can't even show to somebody. Yeah. God demonstrated that to us, to, to sinful humanity in Jesus the person. And so our response now is, yes, we follow him and we deny things that we think are are good, but really they're, they're lesser goods, they're lesser crowns and jewels for like the prize that it is uh, to be with Christ. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And we just, we need to, as Christians, then demonstrate that. Yeah. Show that. You know, just coming back to our question here, how do, well, how do you explain it? And then that, that second part, and I also make sure that they know that we don't hate yeah. know, gay people. Well, one, just show them the joy that it is to be a Christian. And then with your life, don't hate them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, just love them. Right. Yeah. Just love them. You, you, can't, you don't have to answer for, you know, Christians all across the world or supposed Christians. Yeah. You know, I mean, like you were saying up top, like we can't deny that there are some that are really crazy. Yeah. You know, those, the, the picketers and the demonstrators that, you know, are just totally evil in their approach and, and, uh, and, and provocative and all that. Like, don't worry about that. 
Like, right. You don't you don't have to answer for them. Don't, and don't feel like, you know, you have to make this big, long apology like, oh, I'm so sorry for that. You know, don't be like them. Right. But the answer and the counter to that is not to go the complete opposite way and just, you know, like totally accept it or say, yes, it's okay, it's right. good or whatever. But, you know, don't be afraid of those who uh, are gay, who are in a relationship like that. You don't have to, like, outcast them so much, but actually be in the relationship and show yeah. them the power of the gospel right. uh, with your own life and your own actions and yeah. the way that you speak, you know, don't, don't, don't vilify, you know, homosexuals. Don't, you don't have to, you know, throw stones and in a way don't, don't provoke them. Don't use it as jokes and all that stuff. That yeah. just, that just undercuts our witness mm-hmm. in, in ways that we don't fully realize, you know, and, and just acting ignorantly or throwing them under like, like it's this weird disease or like, you know, it's this other class of, of, you know, humanity or whatever, like that, that really just diminishes our witness. Right. So just, Love them. Don't be afraid of it. Don't, mm. uh, you know, if, like if you really believe in the power of the gospel to transform somebody, you don't have to be afraid of sin. Right, right. You know, you, you don't have to, like, like it's, you know, like you're going to catch it or something right. like that. That's not the, that, that just doesn't get us anywhere. And so show them that with your own actions. You can tell them that, you know, tell your unbelieving friends, but just let them know that. Yeah, and you think of Jesus and when he approached people, um, he he met them where they were at you know i think about the woman at the well which you know uh, if you go into that story there are so many you know there's the connotation of the woman at the well there's there's just so many things going of how uh of sexual immorality just like unbelief uh just social in like things that are inappropriate in that society of her being there all that kind of stuff and jesus uh, meets her and doesn't like attack her right he loves her yeah and yet tells her the truth right right and so there's that just that example of like we don't run from telling the truth yeah. but even in our truth when in, in presenting the truth we love we right. love and we have grace just right. because of the love and grace and mercy that christ has has showed us right right and so we're not afraid to um to say the truth and to, and to preach the truth and, and say you know Jesus calls us to deny ourselves and, right. and carry the cross, carry our own cross, right. and like just that metaphor. Even sometimes I think is 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 lost on us because if you think about it, like that was such an excruciating thing to do. Yeah. And but that's what the Christian life is supposed to be, yeah. right? We we bear our own cross, we carry it, and we follow Jesus for that's the right. prize that we have. That's our motivation. That's right. That's and right. so when we're loving someone who's has to do the same, you know, and along the way we were sinning. And yet we're looking to Christ, the one that is transforming us, right? Making us little by little more, you know, to look like him. Right, right. And there's, this isn't necessarily understood in the same way in our, you know, in our current culture, in the climate of our culture. But I would submit to you that it actually demonstrates a deeper, more robust love for somebody to be able to say that, to say, I think what you are doing is wrong, mm-hmm. and yet I am still going to be in relationship with you anyways. Right. I'm still going to be your friend. Mm. And to be able to tell that to a, you know, a gay friend or something, yeah. to say, yeah, I think that's wrong. And I, I'll talk to you all day about it. We can, we can go about it. But I still am going to be your friend yeah. 
anyways. Yeah. That that is a deeper love for somebody than to say, oh, I totally accept what you're yeah. doing and, and what you're doing is uh, great. But to have a disagreement, a fundamental core disagreement, and to say, well, I love you anyways. Yes. I don't agree with it. Mm. That that is actually a deeper love and you, takes more commitment because you're saying, well, we don't have this on, on the same level you're, you're, and yet I love you. You're describing God's disposition towards humanity, yeah. right? Like God disagrees with our sin. He hates yeah. our sin. Yeah. And yet he's like, I love you and I want to pursue a relationship with you, right? So like you're saying, that's like as as gospel-like of a relationship that we can have, right? Enduring yeah. through this difference and saying, I'm going to pursue loving you, yeah. right? Because that's what God has done for me, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And that's how we that's how we show it. That's yeah. how we show it to unbelievers. And so just think, like, coming back to our, you know, the question here, like, think of an unbeliever, whether that person is gay or not, um, and witnessing that type of love that you have, that type of friendship yeah. uh, that you have with a with a with somebody who's gay. Mm. Now, now being able to use that as an explanation, as a gospel witness to your right. unbelieving friend, this third right. person over here, and just imagine like how how you can put that on display then to just explain the gospel really lived out for somebody, and now boom, right? They get it, right? They get it, and so now you're witnessing to two different people. Mm. Your concern, like we started up top with, the concern for the unbelieving friend and the gay person. Right now, all of a sudden, in that you've just demonstrated the gospel to both of them. Right, right, and really, that's 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 really at 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 the heart of what we're doing. Right, and as living as Christians, we're just our job is to display the gospel as we live and and preach it to anyone who will listen. Sure. And and really the the core of that is jesus is lord yeah and so for any christian like you get a point there's a point there's a a a part of your life where you have to say oh man i don't want jesus to be lord but he is lord and so i have to let go i have to give up this i have to deny this to myself yeah and and you know for same-sex attraction it's same-sex attraction right but for someone who doesn't struggle with that it's pride or it's lying or it's you know any just sin right yeah and it's we have to say jesus is lord jesus is better his sacrifice is is the love that he showed for me that motivates me to say i'm gonna deny myself right right and that's really what it boils down to you know in this issue and and uh Several others that are right. that that, that could be hard or more difficult or things is just boiling it down to that. And now, even as we you know give these answers, we realize that there's you know maybe some more complexity to certain things. Yeah. And, well, is this scenario, is this situation right or wrong? And so we realize that, and and would be happy to talk through any of those issues, um, you know, on a, another podcast or just in general if you want to reach out to us because um, we know that there's more complex. But at the heart, I hope you have some some real uh, handlebars on how to yeah. uh, you know to 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 hold on to in these types of relationships right. and what to do in a way that honors the lord that shows your heart for the lost and uh, and and your submission to the authorities of scripture and uh, and 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 that god would be glorified in what you say and what you do um, in in you know in relationship to all people yeah so. and and i think it's it's so interesting you know God, you know, genuinely is, is and truly is sovereign, right? Because I think He, we live in in life, and we encounter situations that oftentimes are are too much for 
you to handle on your own, yeah. which is why he has given us the church, right. which is why it's so, you know, I think it's good and right to always say we should be living these kinds of relationships in community, in yeah. biblical community, not hiding from them, not, you know, retreating from it, but really just entering in and saying, you know, I I don't have the, all the answers. I don't know how to navigate all the situations, but Christ has saved me and now he has brought me into the church, yeah. right, with with so many resources, like you're saying, but... But really, it's it's just it's the gospel, right? It's the gospel, hmm. the good, glorious gospel that has an answer for every season and every situation. To God be the glory. Well, thanks for tuning in to Consider It, a ministry of Redemption Bible Church here in Brownfield, Texas, where we are taking on questions regarding life, theology, and the church. If you'd like to submit a question, text the word redemption and your question to 474747. If you'd like to learn more about our church, visit us at redemption.bible. We thank you for your support in listening, and we hope you'll join us next week as we consider it.